It's spring break, yay! And we roll the clock forward. I feel like the roll back trips me more than the roll forward. Like last last fall, when we rolled backwards, I didn't understand why it was still so early in the day when I woke up. But now I feel like even if we're rolled forward, I don't feel like I've lost that much time. Maybe it's just my perspective, but if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. Here we answer questions on child development, on child education, and on parenting strategies. So feel free to send in your questions and connect through social media platforms. Hi there, I'm Augie, and this is episode 10 of Asmus Augie, the Parent Coach Podcast. Here, we answer questions from parenting to early childhood development to the best of our abilities. What's spring break like for you and your kids? Do you like spring break or do you feel like it's a time for extra stress? The kids are home. What do you do? You're still working. How are you going to manage this time? Well, if you're struggling with spring break, Here, I will be sharing five steps that you can take this holiday for a happier and peaceful time. My first step is planning ahead. This one right here is so important. Why? Planning is everything. Planning prepares for the future without seeing the future. Planning involves what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and who is going to do it and in what way. Plan to have a routine this holiday. What's going to happen in the morning? What's going to happen in the mid-afternoon? What's going to happen late in the afternoon? What's going to happen early in the afternoon? What's going to happen before bedtime? Planning helps you stay prepared. It helps you feel calm, helps you feel more in control of how your day will turn out. Now, some people are spontaneous, and that's okay. I believe that the best way to mix being spontaneous and having an achievable goal is to set time allocations for certain things. So, for example, you can say in the morning, we're going to do craft making. We don't know what exactly what craft we're going to make, but it's a time for craft making. And then when the time comes, you bring out your craft materials and then you get to work. You're being spontaneous with what sort of creations you're making, say, with your child. But the time for craft making has been planned out. Right, So you still have the chance to be spontaneous and creative, but you have deliberately created space for that. I think it's very important to, to plan our time, plan our routines with children. And that brings me to a subsection of that planning ahead, which is having a routine. Children thrive with routine. Children need to know what is happening next. It helps them feel secure. It helps them you know, feel more in control, build autonomy. It it creates a smooth course of day. 
having a routine and planning helps reduce the number of tantrums that can occur with your child. Sometimes children are so frantic, angsty, and confused about how they're feeling and what comes next that they just cannot express that and so they express it through behaviors and throwing tantrums. So helping your child, you know, it controls their emotions, controls their cognitive abilities, helps them know that, okay, after this is this. And and they can take the lead. You can even see children who are who have good solid routines. You don't even have to tell them what to do all the time. They're moving on to the next activity because it's it's that's what they're used to. Now in schools, they have routines, time for circle time, time to play outside, time to pretend play, time to read, you know. So they have that as part of their life in school. But when they come home, it's not always the case. And that can really throw up the child. And so it's important to sort of have a home routine with your child. It may not look like what's happening in school because it's home, but it can be something of that nature. What happens when they come back from school? What do they expect? What happens right before bedtime every day? What happens right after I wake up in the morning? You know, these are things that just helps prepare the child for life skills, builds habits of self-discipline, of knowing what to do next and how to do next and building that confidence in themselves that they know what they're doing and they are learning what to do. So being organized and planning ahead would save you time, stress this spring break. Step number two is keep the kids busy. Keep them busy. Busy is your friend this time. Create activities that they can do. Find things that they enjoy and prepare for it. For example, if you're doing a road trip, make sure that you are prepared for that. Make sure you have all the things that they need right there in the car. CDs, books, Drawing, pens, coloring, materials, just anything that can keep them busy while they're on the trip or while they're at home. Just find ways to engage them. Find ways to create activities for them. My favorite example would be having kids. If you have multiple kids, this would be a fun way. You can have them create a play, a, a drama or some pretend play and have them come up with a story and then share their story with you while you be the audience. It's so much fun because kids love pretend play. They love it so much and they're so imaginative. They come up with this brilliant, wild ideas and when they bring it to life, it's just a revelation of what they can do and sort of what's going on with them. Kids who have behavioral problems, some of them go through play therapy where they have the opportunity to dramatize how they feel or what's going on with them. They can also draw their feelings and things like that. And from that, you really see where the child is at mentally and emotionally. It's a, it's a big revelation to their inner being. 
that could be a good way for you to get to know your child what stories do they come up with how do they express and interpret their ideas and their play and and how do they interact with each other as siblings or even with you you can be part of the play as well so keep them busy find activities for them to stay engaged and tire out so that they they sleep deeply and start the next day bright sharp and awesome number three is keeping them physically active i think that goes also with number two but also physically active i emphasize physically because children need to be physical more than any other age group this is the time where their bodies need to move for example you cannot be planning a road trip and expect the child to sit in the car for six hours without standing up and stretching that's not a good idea children need to move they need to run they need to stretch they need to tumble they need to hang they need to roll they need to be physically engaged childhood obesity is a serious endemic according to the center for disease control one in five children are obese and this creates serious health complications now and down the line it affects children's physical health social health emotional health their self-esteem their ability to lead healthier lives so it's important that we strive to help children get to their optimal development there are many ways to keep kids busy first of all is going outside many kids don't spend time outdoors a lot of kids are always homebound and being in the home environment doesn't really create that space where they can be very physical the home space isn't conducive enough for that optimal physical activity like a child cannot run around the house on say hardwood floor or towards the kitchen or the hot stove or places that are just not safe for them but outdoors in the park in the yard they can be more physical they can exert more energy into playing tumbling jumping of course, in a safe way. Don't let your kids tumble <laughs> tumble on the concrete floor. Please do not do that. If they're on the grass and they are well covered, you know, just take precautions. Use your sixth sense. You know what is right and what is not. And just create a safe environment, but let them play. Let them explore. Let them carry things. Let them be physical outdoors is your friend take them out this spring break go for picnics go for walks go for runs my fourth step is feed them healthy foods this ties into the healthy habits we talked about also with physical education having nutritious foods will help them give them the the, the energy to be physical Healthy foods, balanced foods, proteins, carbs, fats, and oils. Find out the nutritional need for your child and provide them that. Reduce the sweets. 
high sugar leads to sugar crash with young children. Of course, you can give them sweets, but in moderation whereby they're not just eating sweets and not eating proper meals that will give them the right composition so that they can have the right nutrients to play. Play well, think well, work well, and have a healthier life. Another tip for preparing healthy foods is that you can involve your child. When you involve children in activities, they feel part of it. They feel like they also prepared it. So imagine cooking cooking dinner and then have your child pick out the vegetables or wash the, the fruits that you're going to use. Tell me, aren't they likely to actually eat that food, something that they prepared themselves? Even if you're baking, you can, you can even bake with your child. When children are involved, they learn so much more. Tip number five, last but not the least, is having a positive attitude. This is going to be a good time. Your kids are home for the holiday. You get to spend more time with them. It's a happy time. It should be a happy time. Have a positive attitude. I know as parents, we have so many things on our plates. So many extra organizational conflicts. And that could also put a dent on our relationship with our children. But having a positive attitude makes everything easier. Know that it's going to be a good time and prepare to enjoy the moment. Prepare for your child to enjoy the moment. And know that you're imbibing something valuable in the life of your child. In summary, step one is planning ahead. Step two is keeping your child busy. Step three is keeping them physically active. Step four is feeding them healthy foods. Step five is having a positive attitude. And that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for investing this time. I really appreciate you listening and learning a thing or two. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at AskMissAugie and send in your emails at AskMissAugie at gmail.com. I look forward to learning from you, hearing from you, and helping you. Have a fantastic spring break.